This episode of Vibes and Views is brought to you by Omni Black Label. Head over to omniblacklabel.bitcartel.com. What up, dog? What's up, G? It's mm-hmm. Thursday. You realize? It's already been a it's been a long week. You know, listening to Gary Vee, he says, you know, his his philosophy is fuck Fridays. Oh, really? He said, if you live your week waiting for a day to end it all, right? You should really rethink what you're doing in life. I agree. I never thought about it like that. If you're waiting for one, oh my God, I can't wait for the end of the day Friday. Right, right. Payday. You know what I'm saying? He's like, and if you're living your life like that, you're doing it totally wrong. Fuck Fridays. That makes sense. So, I, you know, but I guess now me living in the retail world, I don't have like Friday. That's booming. That's business. I, I, I'm i going to work. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like my weekend for me is, is literally like, you know, I'll get a Sunday and maybe a Wednesday off or a Sunday and a Tuesday. You know what I'm saying? Or a Tuesday and a Thursday. Like, I, you know, I tried to get the two days off back to back, and I had actually had a conversation with, with uh, my boss today. He said, hey, man, you can't do that two days off in a row, shit. Because <laughs> numbers, dog, I don't realize, like, when you when you that top dog, like, you, like, I really affect the numbers more than anybody in the store. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. This The retail world in itself is just – but I, I, I thrive in it. I'm good at it. You know, hence the, you know, promotion after promotion is like, okay, well, you, you, you're good at it. So now it's just like, all right, all right, I got you, man. I'm, I'm all in with you. We had a good-ass conversation about this. Before we really get into this, it's your boy Adam D.D. It's your boy Andre 4K. This is Bob's and Views. You already know what it is. Um, I can't say it's been a long week for me. It's been super-duper short week for me. Martin Luther King Day on Monday. Yeah. Didn't have to go to work. Um, Tuesday went. That was like supposed to be my first day on the show. Then Wednesday we had the snow day. Didn't have to go. And then today we went to work. Shout out. Tomorrow's my Georgia these day damn snow days, right. man. Kids didn't go to school today. They didn't go, on, you know, on Wednesday. I didn't go to work yesterday. I'm kind of glad I ain't got kids. And you have to stay Parents home be no mad. Yeah, you know, <laughs> Parents what do you do? What do you do when you, you got to stay home with your kids? Parents be mad. well. Hell, they didn't have to go to work, so it's like, yo, chill, oh, with, your, chill with your goddamn kids. Yeah. But it, but that. when it be some shit like you still got to go to work, but your kids out, and it's like parents be like, what am I supposed to do? Right. I, you know, I'm glad. I feel you. I'm glad I don't have to have that worry. Yeah, or that like battle. you got to think about it. Like they, I, that's what I was thinking about when I came home. I was like, what if you know, I had to go to work, but now I have got to think about just thinking about the families that maybe can't afford an off day. You know what I'm saying? Like. You one uh, check away from one check away from being out on the street. Exactly. So you, I need all five days of work. You know. So like, if I'm going to work or if I'm not going to work, my kids uh, are out of school, but they need a sitter. I have to stay home with them. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, but me not going to work takes food out of their mouth. You know. You know. So I was just on my way home. I was like, man, you know, that that's got to be rough. You know. And then I, even I. So on one hand, it's the parents like, ah, if it's another, you know. Y'all close the school, but at the same time, it could. It's also just probably those parents that are saying that are like, "I gotta go to work. Like, please don't close the school." You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> no. Do you, can, is the after school program up? Right. Can Can they come do something? Yeah. So they'll come work in the office for you. <laughs> right. <laughs> we need them to do something, but something. I gotta get to work. Cause we ain't gonna have, we not gonna have milk and bread. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying for this snow day. If exactly, I don't get to work. Exactly. Exactly. That's crazy. That's crazy. I know, you know, 
I'm I'm cool with not having kids right now. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm super cool with. My it. nieces gave me birth control. I I was like <laughs> really wanting to have kids. Like right. I, I do. I I really. I mean I do want to have kids. I'm not saying I don't. I was just trying to like on the fast track of trying to have kids, but I'm like nah. I can wait just because on the. You know, just thinking about like all right, yeah, we're too. Uh, to uh income household we're fine we'll be cool we would we could handle kids but um think about what your day is already that and there's still so much that we us together want to do and that we want to accomplish and i don't i was talking to money about it the other day like um she corrected i mean because like i said i'm the one that's on the fast track of trying to have kids i'm trying to knock her up asap you know what i'm saying but she like nigga see you know you what I'm saying? I, and i was like <laughs> It dawned on me. I was like, nah, babe, we should wait because we both have dreams that we're trying to pursue. I don't, granted, once you're always, I'm always want to be pursuing something, but I don't want to ha- bring kids into this now. And I want to be who you're so, who I'm supposed to be comfortable into where I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. And like a, further along, further on along, checked off some more goals. And so I can be like, all right, cool. Now let's, and I can build upon those things. But, as we're both building these these brands and are really getting into our careers, I would uh, I just want more for my kids than to bring them into me still kind of figuring it out. And I'm I'm 32, which is everybody thinks, oh, you're grown. This and, uh, yeah, I'm grown, but I still think I got some figuring it out to do. Obviously, you know what I'm saying. I think yeah. that's obvious. And but that leads me to where where I was with it. Just it brings your your point brings up like. I spoke to a young lady, right? And at 10 years old, she had her own business. Hmm. 15 years later, she's so well established in her, you know, in her field and in and all of her talents being cultivated and poured into her business right. that, you know, she's so independent with where she's at. Like she's a freelance photographer. She, 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 you know, she has uh, charities and different like, but like to, to have clear vision at the age of 10 mm. and to one, have a tribe of people right. yeah, I was gonna say, cool and an environment parents. to pour into your vision, to make it reality. Right. Like that's, that's I think that's what I want for my kids. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what Hove was saying, right? Cut the time in half. Yeah. Like, yo, if I if you if you if your ten year old child has clear vision, like, yo, dad, I want this. And you're able to help them get there. Right. Oh my God. Like if if more ten year olds had their parents be able to pour in them. Of course, economics, environment, so much plays a role into you being able to pour into your kid like that. Right. Like, damn, it's hard for, just like you said, now you got those parents that are one paycheck away. Yeah. They can't pour into their kid like that. Right. So that's where that football coach is that extra person. That's where, you know, that band teacher, for me, that's what it was. It was that band teacher. I forgot you was a band nerd. I was a band geek. So, it, you know, had it not been for my band teacher, like, just going that extra mile, just like, all right, you know, Andre, he's good. He's good. You know what I'm saying? If it, if it weren't those people that poured into me, I don't know where I would be, bro. Mm-hmm. You know, because my mom could only do so much. If my granddad wasn't there to, you know, God rest the dead, wasn't there to buy my instrument for me because my mom couldn't afford it, but she knew I was musically inclined. She wanted me in something. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it was, granddad, you know, flipped the bill for the trombone. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and 
had that purchase not taken place, had she not had that support system, I don't know where I would be. I don't know, you know what I'm saying, like where were my, my where my musical ear because like that's something I pride myself on. Like I played by ear. I learned how to play by ear. It was like reading music, it was confusing to me. But I sat first chair, I was good at it. Mm-hmm. And in and, and but I played by ear and, and it's still like that. Like I, I got a good ear for music. I got a good ear for tones and sounds and shit like that. Right. You know, and, and it came from that. Like had that not happened in my development, where would I be? Right. And you just you gotta have a solid tribe around you, man. I agree. You got to. And I don't think I got I don't have a tribe for no kid right now. That's real. I don't have a tribe. Like who, who gonna support me? <laughs> Yo, four K gonna pour pour everything into him. I'm gonna do everything I can possibly for him. Right. But the buck stops, bro. Like, yo, you know, your pop's still out here trying to fuel my dream. I'm still getting the, the vision is just now clearing up, and I'm really starting to see this thing actually form into yeah, something. That's what I'm saying. Like, you, like all of us, you know, we're. I mean, we we just started this. We I mean, we've been in a year and some change. Well, a year now, but we're still in the beginning stages of our dream, this thing that we're doing right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, It's still trippy to me to see this shit actually, like, holy shit, this is the shit I thought of, yeah. and I'm actually doing it. Right. That's still trippy to me. But, like, nigga, could you, man, if I was, I look at all the dreams, like, and I say, I owe my, I owe that 10-year-old me mm-hmm. all those dreams to, to, to try to make them happen. Right. So it's like, you know, acting and those other things. Like, man, if my mom would have took it serious, and let me be an act, man. Ain't no telling. I could have been on. <laughs> I would have been on Nickelodeon too. Nigga. Right, man. I always wonder how them kids get on Nickelodeon. I'm gonna have to ask my cousin for real. Like, how did that go? I want to hear that story. I gotta holler at them. Like, right, because they're from here, right? Yeah. Yeah. See that. I gotta. I, I, gotta, I'm, I gotta have. I gotta have that. Yeah, I gotta have that convo with them, man. I got a question for you, man. All right, what's up? And this was just on my mind, and I was just thinking about stuff, man. Like, do you remember your first fight? Yeah, it wasn't like it ain't. I ain't had many fights. So, I mean, I legit, I can count one fight. Yo, I mean, that was that. So that was it. That your first. It wasn't even like a dolo fight. Like the only time, I, like I remember, like in elementary school, playing in the bathroom, and I, I just was fast, and it never escalated anything to anything. We was just shadow boxing, and I, if he knew I, I could have knocked him out, or like I could have got him. It's like, man, you always playing or something <laughs> like that. And that, that's just kind of like what it ended. But then, like, I never had any fights until uh, college. Um, after I crossed Alpha. And then now you like, now I'm in a big-ass gang, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. no, uh, oh, you man. know, we, everybody now, I'm, I'm Alpha. You know what I'm saying? So I got to ride with the bros, no matter what. Right or wrong. You know, this who started with it, it, it is what it is. You know, we at a party we chanting it. We chanting. I'm like fresh off the boat. You know what I'm saying? Like me and my LBs, we just crossed. So we on edge. We the young whippersnappers. You know what I'm saying? And, uh we're at this party, typical college party. Every Friday's chanting or doing a little sneak disses to each other, different little strolls and stuff like that. Um and it was cool. It was no beef inside the uh far as like me and my LBs and anybody else but I had like a pro fight which we caught he was like a, I guess we would say grandpa or whatever it's like we he he pledged my dean's dean so he was just he was up there um but 
for whatever reason, as we were leaving, it just the chance got crazy, and like everybody was just like kind of on edge. It was getting kind of fi- like you, the heat, the tension was coming, and it was like it was palpable. It was it was shit was about to pop off, and we now we outside, and then. Out of nowhere, mayhem just bust out. It's crazy. I don't know who hit who first or what. It was just, it just went crazy, scattered like everywhere. I've been, I've been on the outskirts of a fight where you like just kind of looking, but now nah, I was smack dab in the middle of it, and it was like all over the place, like from the front of the door to the cars. Like I mean, it was, imagine there's seven people on my line. There's a line before me, line before them, and who knows who else is everybody. So it's like it's easily twenty people versus twenty people. I don't know, you know. So, <laughs> so y'all, it's like y'all the, the warriors yeah, versus the jets so, out here, man. And like we're taught to, you know, protect your LB, or whatever. So if I'm seeing my LB in the middle of somebody, I'm I'm coming behind somebody. I done stuck two or three people, and now I'm running to find my other LB, and we chest to chest with some other niggas, like. And but like every every little scuffle wasn't like a fist fight. It was like, all right, I might I might have got some shit off over here, but over here I'm just talking shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, what? Blah 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 blah, talking shit, and like that we trying each other. So then like that was dead, and then but we heard some more commotion going off. Like the I said, do, 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 do. yeah, like so they like I don't worry. I'm I ran and did some WWF shit. <laughs> like I ran through the crowd. My friends, I had people that knew me. I was there. <laughs> You better get in there. I jumped like from the fucking damn near the bleachers all the way. Came. <laughs> it was crazy. And like, then I, I stole the dude in the face. But then like my um profile, it was crazy. Like, I ain't, I feel like he's the one that started the whole shit. Like, and then. It be that nigga. It be the one that started the whole shit and get in the car and do some crazy shit. Try to run somebody over. Like. Nigga, you ain't even fighting. We fighting your battle. You in your car trying to run somebody over. That makes no fucking sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, you in the car, you done got lumped up. He got to beat up the worst. And we end up going here. Y'all got to get him, bro. No, nigga, you got to get this, nigga. I was like, I was done. I was like, this ain't my fight, fam. You got a lump on your head. Ain't none of us got scarred up. We fighting your damn battle. I don't know. Y'all was on some whole other shit. So, I was like, mm, that was my fight. I was done. I, then the other night, I was just there. I never. You probably had wet, mad fights. I nah, not really. really? But I, I say my first fight. It was it it, it I, and I just say it was a continuation because me and this dude fought all the time. Like this was my bully. This yeah. who turned me into a bully. Yeah. You know this is my bully. I say I'm not gonna say his name. Cause you but, still talk to him. No, nah, I don't. You know what I'm saying. And, and I but we're gonna progress into the story. Um, I said it, it had to have been probably like fourth or fifth grade. Um, and it started on the bus. You know, we used to trade toys and stuff like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I had a fire, don't get me wrong, I had a fire toy collection. My X-Men Ninja Turtle game was crazy. Mm-hmm. But he had a couple that I, I did like. So we traded toys or whatever the case may be, and I wanted one of my toys back. I brought his, I'm like, yo, man, you know. Let me I, get that back. Let me get that back from you, and he wouldn't do it. So we got to scuffling on the bus. But it was just like more like wrestling and everything. He threw a punch. I ducked. He hit the bus driver. Mm. <laughs> so it was just like, all right. He would, you were training this so well. Yo, I'm, hey, man, but it gets better. So, you know what I'm saying? The bus driver gets him, da, 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 da. And, you know, but his, his, his big brother used to egg it on. So he was like, yo, after school, man, y'all should just, y'all should just go ahead and knock it up. Because he got in TV. trouble. He, he, got in, he got in trouble. We had to go to the office and everything. They was fighting on the bus and this, that, the thirds. After school comes. 
You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm like, fuck this. I'm ready. We go behind the school. Ain't nobody there. It's just me, him, and his brother. His brother older than us. Way mm-hmm. older. His brother like seventh grade, sixth, seventh grade. Mm-hmm. And like, here we are, third, fourth graders. <laughs> so, you know, like you, I'm a, at that age, I was the biggest wrestling fan you've ever seen in your life. Yeah. You couldn't tell me this shit wasn't real. So, he goes in. We standing there. And... I don't know how to fight. Let's get it on. <laughs> I don't know how to fight. Yeah. Never learned. I'm like, all right, well, this is, I'm nervous, heart beating fast. He, he Again, I could telegraph the shit out of his punches, though. He throws a punch. I, I, I duck it. Roll with it. I duck it. Body. I didn't hit him in the stomach, but I grabbed him and I power bombed him. <laughs> like I went straight wrestling because yeah. all I knew how to do was yeah. mimic wrestling. Mm-hmm. So it was like, boom, grab him. And I power bombed him, and he that was it. Fight over. That was my first fight. Was a was a power bomb. Power bomb. <laughs> hey sad. man, but every it seemed like every every day it was on the we was at, the, at PE. He come by and try to fight me. You know what I'm saying? Like this was the kid that taught me how to fight because I finally had to just whoop his ass. Right. I yeah. had to. Yeah. And then come to find out later in life, this is what's funny now. Years later. By whatever thing, right? Whatever kismet it is, man. Um, the, the girls who who uh, baby daddy I had to lay out. Mm-hmm. She knew the nigga that, that that used to bully me in elementary school. That's funny. She knew the nigga, and she was like, "Yeah, so and so." I said, "You know so." She said, "You know so and so." I was like, "Yeah." Oh, that nigga's a woman beater. Really. This nigga. So the nigga that bullied you is a woman beater now. Turned into a woman beater. Shot his baby mama in the hand. Damn. Bullet through it, like Jesus she Christ. she she literally just like she has a hole, <laughs> like they fixed it or whatever, right, like right, as right. best it you went, can. Yeah, it went, but it went through. through. Like she got shot shit. in the hand. This dude shot he shot his baby mama in the hand. That's crazy, bro. Like and and yeah, so she was like, yeah, this nigga ain't shit these days. I'm like wow. I said, yeah. Probably best you don't say his name. I'm just, yo, man. Yeah, he out here shooting baby <laughs> shoot, mama. He ain't head. got no time to shoot your ass. I ain't got no time to be running up on him, but uh, that was my experience with that. Yeah, nah. I, I never, like, I was, you know me, man. I'm not really like a, I'm even killed with everybody. So I ain't really have, I think I had enemies. I've heard people say, like, such and such said this, but I'm like, nothing ever, ever came of it. You know what I'm saying? It was never like. Nobody brought nothing to me. It was like I, I just don't give off that energy or nothing like that. That was, so my one fight was that. Like, yeah, I just you know I don't take you as a, you know, you'll start your fight like that. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like I know, like I've mastered the art of talking shit. Like I, I literally, it's not fun for me anymore. Yeah. Like I do it because it's comical for me to talk shit to people. Like and mainly about in sports stuff like that. Right. But I'm really good at. Mm-hmm. Like, I get people angry. I get under skin. Like, I'm really, really good at talking shit. And, you know, and just, I got friends that just, you know, they really close to me, but I push the envelope. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, I'll fight you, bro. <laughs> like, just, you, you're going too far. Yeah, you, yeah. You're digging too deep. And it's like, I don't even think they low blows. Like, I never bring it personal. It's always about your team. But it's just how good. When you, when you when you get to a point where you have nothing to say, like all my things are just like bombs and you just like, you just, you stuck. Now you feel like you're getting talked about. Right. And so you feel, now you get defensive. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? And and like, I always force people into that defensive. Like, I'm, 
I know my mouth has gotten me into a lot of shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I've gotten into some shit. I've talked myself out of a lot of shit too. Right. Like I, I'm, I'm, I was blessed with the gift of gab in that, in in that vein. Like right. I can get myself in it. I can get myself out of it. Then I have a homeboy who, he's a hothead. Respect is is everything to him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're just not gonna disrespect him. <laughs> Or whatever he deems, wherever he disrespect, but he's probably the most disrespectful motherfucker he's that you know. Really. really, he's not really. Most people I that I know, they be like a lot of stuff. I think that he can walk away from. He doesn't feel like he he should. Yeah. And I'm like, nigga, that's a stupid reason to get into a fight because this nigga. All right, because like, all right, we we was at um we was at Mansion Line, mm-hmm. and uh, a dude bumped into him, and you know my my, my boy, he, he was just one gonna budge. You know what I'm saying? Like, but the other dude got mad at him, and he bumped into him. So I get why my man's was mad. So it's like I'm, I, I feel him, and he wasn't going. He was just like, "Yo, nigga, no." And then the other dude, like, "Hey man, watch where you going." I said, "Nigga, watch where you going." Right. And then that's when the other dude started huffing and puffing. But I know my homeboy, and I'm just like, "All right, this about to turn into some shit." Right. Because all his homeboys and got behind him, so it's like it's like you. It's like shit. We it was about to be twenty. It was about to be twenty on twenty for sure in VIP at Mansion Line. You know, surprisingly, being in Atlanta, I've not experienced that club stuff. You know, like, where it's, like, most people in Atlanta, like, you step in my shoe, oh, no problem, bro, we in here kicking it. You know what I'm saying? Like, but you hear about other places, like, oh, it just popped off in the club. Or even from where I'm from, I know things have popped off just from that that bump, accidental bump in the club where somebody step on your shoe, that kind of stuff. I know. I don't like it. I don't, you don't like, like people stepping on your shoes. I don't. I don't like people bumping into me, man. Like black clubs, they're a lot more friendly, right? They're more polite. I, that's what I, what I've seen, and I guess you, you can tell where I'm going with this. Like in in black establishment, it's always, hey, man, excuse me, my bad, bro. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. It's always a, you know, saying like, because I, I, I know me, I'm I'm always gonna be the oh man, my bad, I ain't mean. Yeah, to. Yeah, I, I, I never mean to. It's I like, never like I did to. not mean to bump into you, bro. Whenever I go to a white establishment, it is totally different. There is no apologies. There is no, I didn't mean to bump into you. It's, you're in a place with people. You should expect to get hit. That's what they say? No, but that's the that's the attitude. Because well, I've see. also never seen them, like, do, I think we have, I've never seen that interaction. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't know if I've had that experience Man, that you had. Man, I, every, it just seems so fucking disrespectful to me. Like, I'll, I'll be a dark, dark horse tavern and. Somebody, they, I'm talking. I understand it is crowded, man, but it's just like they make it a point to bump into you, and I don't. I really? some, so? I really do. To me, I mean, I don't. I know it probably is by accident, but the acknowledgement of what they've done, the action, and what they've but, done, the fact that they violated your personal space, but they in in, in not acknowledge. Oh man, my bad. There's no my bad. I it's, know, but I I feel like that's just culture. Cult, I mean, it's it seems polite. I know we. When you Black bump into me, way more polite. yeah, I feel like okay, that's what I was gonna say. Um, we, I think we're a little more polite in that sense. Like we more aware of our surroundings. I'll say that. Maybe not. We're right. more. So we're polite, but so think about that. Um, just stuff that happened. You ever like be driving down the street and like a white person walk out in the middle of the street and don't pay no attention to you walking the street and they, their head is like in the clouds. They'd be like, la, 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 like, bro, I almost hit you. And they just, oh, wow, I didn't see you there. You know what I'm saying? Like, but it's like, 
I don't know that your car is coming or I don't care that your car is coming. I'm walking in the middle of the street. Black person walk across the street. I'm doing a soft jog across the street or I'm going to look you in the eyes and be like, I dare your bitch ass to hit me. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's kind of what happens. <laughs> it's either one of the two. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm like, I'm going to cut the check, nigga. Yeah. I dare you. Yeah, it is. So I that's, dare you to hit me. Yeah, but when you, when you walk in and you're like, a white person, a lot of times, not all of them, obviously, but like some that you can tell that may be a little rude. They know that you're there or something like that, or maybe not. They just, to me, that's white privilege. Yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. So that's white them privilege. bumping into you in the club. That's they're they bumping probably to each other all the time and drinks spill everywhere. Ah, they just cheers, beers flying everywhere, cups fall to the ground. But we be like, my bad, fam. I did mean to do that. I'm going to get you a towel or something like, but then I, I wasn't, Nigga, yo, your next two beers on me, homie. Yeah. Like I got you, bro. Oh, you know? I dropped you. I dropped you. I got you, bro. What you want? You know what I'm saying? Like, and in the school, um, we was at sweet the other day and on new year's, I think. Yeah. Which is weird. One, it was crowded as fuck. And then like this, this drink spilled on the person that was oblivious to the fact that the drink spilled on them because they were just super close to the bar, and I don't even know whose drink that was. It spilled on me, and it spilled on another dude. I apologized for the drink. Like, my bad, bro. Like, I, he was like, you got, it spilled. I was like, yeah. I was like, you good? He was like, nah, but he didn't say shit. And I was like, all right. He's like, well, all right, you're not okay. I'm good. I got my drink, and I just still kind of stood there. Obviously, it wasn't that big of a deal, but he was just being goofy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, all right. And when he said that, I'm thinking, like, we about to throw down the fisticuffs or what, fam? Like, you said, nah. Like, and I'm ready to drop my drink now, you know, but nothing happened. Um, But, yeah, like, nine times out of ten, if I bump into somebody, I'm saying sorry. But I, my kind of first time experiencing that was in it when I first moved here. I'm like, I'm so used to, like, niggas not stepping on my shoe or, like, if somebody stepping on my shoe, like. It's being something. Bro, it's something. But this nigga, like, stepped on my shoe. And I was like. But he, but he immediately apologized. He's like, my bad, dog. I was like, because you can tell how bad you. Yeah, I was like, shoot. Jesus Christ. I was like, <laughs> like, damn, bro. Like, I know my shit is fucked up right now, but I can't do shit about it. And, and he was like, my bad, dog. I was like, cool, because it felt like a purposely felt like you stepped on my shit right now. It's like he, like, oh, nigga, that nigga oh, got them on. Wow. I was like, <laughs> I couldn't believe it, but it was all good. But. Yeah. What else you got for me, boss? Recently, just started watching The Shy. Definitely started. I, I mean, it, everybody, everybody just started watching The Shy. Thoroughly impressed. <laughs> thoroughly. Thoroughly impressed. Did you watch both episodes? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Shout out Lena Way. The writer, director, oh, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. The, the creator of this show, man. Like, I just love seeing black fucking television succeed and be be good tv mm-hmm. that's what i like man it's an interesting story i just see like i, I like the character development that we're getting mm-hmm. I, I love the directions there's so many pairs there's so many directions that can go in right so I, I just think like this this is a show that has legs to to go you know multiple seasons oh yeah definitely it's gonna go multiple seasons i know I that think. but it just you know um, what i'm saying like it just i see the layers of of these characters i see that there, there's so much depth through. I just love what she did with it, man. I think, and what better setting, man? Yeah, I um, I watched the first two episodes uh, last week. Yeah, 
Yeah, last week. Cause we, I thought the new episode was going to come on this Sunday, but it didn't because they gave us two episodes on one week. But um, it gave me a wire, the wire feel. And I, I had mentioned that to you, but you've never seen the wire, right? I, n- I haven't. My homeboy said the same thing. Yeah. That, it's oh, like it's the new wire. It, it's and the I new wire. Watched, I've never watched the wire. People are going to judge me because of that, but I never watched it. I didn't have cable. We were poor. Oh. Well, I didn't watch The Wire when The Wire came on. I started watching The Wire season four, but the um the shy man like that second episode, the funeral scene, fam. Oh man, I damn near cried. I didn't, you know. I, I guess I wasn't that emotionally invested into the character like that, but I I just I, I mean, it wasn't even the character that died. No, it, was it wasn't pain, that. It was the pain of the yeah, brother. It was the pain like, of the brother. The I was brother like, talking about it, and like, I guess I yeah okay. I, I've I although I've I've I, I've lost somebody close to me like that. Um. And I was sad. I never spoke at the funeral, but um, that was the hardest thing I ever had. To yeah. Do. So I and I regret. I probably felt some emotion towards that because when my father died, I didn't speak at the funeral, and that's like one of my biggest like oh wow things. It's like I feel some type of way because I didn't. You know, like I, I was there. I don't know what I was going through at the time. You know, like I was sad. I I remember that, but. I kind of feel like I kudos to him because he, he gave, he said what he had to say for his brother. And I'm like, I didn't represent my pops. Right. It was me. I was there. Although, I mean, I had my mom and my sisters, I was holding them up while I was sitting there, but I let my cousin speak for, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like what was going on? And it, it like, it really eats me up to this day that I haven't. So watching him as his brother died, get his emotion out. And when he said, I'm going to miss you, G, I was like, bruh, Monty looked back at me. I was like, hey, this is kind of heavy back here. My tears didn't fall. It didn't fall, but I was like, hey, this is getting real. If any more, few more minutes of this scene, I might have been like. <laughs> That's real. But, hey, bro. But that, That's so real. Like, I vow not that I wish any death upon anybody in my family, friends, anybody, but. You're not going to let that moment I won't escape. Not, I won't let that moment escape me just to like. Show them what they mean to me and like whoever else, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I want to get that out and probably because I got, I have something inside of me that needs to come out. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, but my, my closest homeboy, he, he said something that was real to me that I, that I felt and it resonated. He was like, I want a friend that's going to be able to speak at my funeral. That's real. You know what I'm saying? Like, who is that person to you that knows who you are? And, you know, he referred to, you know, like, to me. And yeah. he, so that just made me, like, wow. Like, who would I want? And it wouldn't be nobody but him. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I, that would be who I would have speak because he knows me, man. Like, the conversations, the, how, you know, the the levels, the layers, how deep. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's my brother. Mm-hmm. And I love him. And it's like, okay, I get it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, it, That's, it's, like, big, bro. Like, yeah. Like, I never thought about it being my, I would want my friends to speak at my funeral, but if brother, friend, if that's what that person is, that's what I would imagine it to be. I say he know, he, my mom knows me, but my mom, in my mom's eyes, I'm still that kid. mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like my mom would have something to say, but he could speak to the man that I am. Right. You know what I'm saying? You know, just the different. Because there's certain shit that your friends. You, I mean, you're not telling your mama all this. Shit exactly. So he friends. know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he know. Like don't get me. Me and my mom are close, 
But my my boy, no. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like I'd have way deeper, even though I don't feel like I couldn't have those conversations with my mom, but it's just it's still like for me, I get defensive with my mom because it's still looking like this parental figure who's telling me what to do. Right. You know, even at this age, it's still like this thing, like mm-hmm. you're telling me what to do. Right. Where it, with my homeboy, it's just my peer. You know what I'm saying? Like I can kick shit to him and it's just like, oh man, like it, the, the advice comes a little bit better from, from, from my home. I'd rather just be my, be me and my mom be cool. And we just have like regular conversation and just let me, you know, I'll, I got my, I got it. I got it. I got it. Yeah. You don't got the, I got it at this stage. Yeah, I'm here, yeah, mom yeah. got it. That's right. But she just like my mom still would take like my mom, she's the, God bless her, she's the most beautiful person in the world. But she still tell me, Hey, you know it's black ice out there. <laughs> I mean, but that's a mom though. She's a mom. She, you gotta give her that. I don't know, I don't fault her, but it's you just, gotta give your mom that. I do. But I when do. it's in terms of like other stuff, I get it. Yeah. But like when let your mom be your mom. Like I she's do. looking I out do. for you. Like I do. Let your mom tell you she's black ice out there. Like I do. if your mama didn't tell you and you just so happened to walk out the driveway <laughs> and there ain't no like, damn, why anybody tell me it's black <laughs> ice out <laughs> here? <laughs> your mama is yeah. your mom mama why you tell me it's black ice out here? Well, you told me to back you the fuck back. off. <laughs> yeah, so but I, I just I love the show. Uh, and and I just I, I one time for black cinema man black TV just where it's going I think blackish now what they got the new you know um, Ronish Ronish I, I just watched the episode I watched yeah I'm, we, how I'm, is I'm caught it? up I like it a lot it I is, mean it's it's uh, is it different world esque no so a different world is obviously about black. The black college experience. Grownish is not the black college experience. Um, Grownish is your millennial college experience. Um, uh, mm. Whites, blacks. Um, a lot of the characters are black. There's uh, one white girl, uh, and um, I want to say she's like Hispanic or some Latina esque type of character, but everybody else, majority of other the main characters are black um but you know they don't go to an all-black school they go to a regular university okay. um, with everybody um the it's just a, the millennial college experience like the first couple episodes she's like addicted to adderall which is i'm like which is not like addicted but she's newly trying like this is your first day of school you know meet new friends and they already got her popping pills you know like Damn. So it was like, whoa, whoa, you know. Do you see this being as culturally influenced, influential, like Different World was? Because mm. I don't know if we even knew that that a Different World was gonna be this big. No, see, I don't. I, I, so how can so, I, I can't say okay. that right now. But I mean, but, does it give you that feel? Because having we've had, so we've had what it looked like, right? There's, we have. And what I w- I'm gonna what I was gonna say is that all right, so we know what blackish is, right? Which is like great black television. I think it's good for the black culture, family. I think that's cultural movie. So that's a cultural moving blackish is. It's pushing culture forward. So to say that youngish, grownish, uh, grownish sorry, grownish is. Yeah, I could say that a little. I mean, true. I mean, at the times that it is that we're in right now, and the kids that are in that college experience, it may be culturally moving um, because I of swear I, I, for, I forget about those kids. I forget what this would look like to my nephew. Yeah. So like those aren't our kids. That's not my college experience. That's you know what I'm well, saying? Hell, I didn't have one, really, but, but 
I mean, yeah, I'm, it would be, but I'm just saying, like, for us, my college research, yeah. my generation, our generation's relatable. college. Kind of, but, well, no, because I, I wasn't on Adderall. I wasn't thinking about pills, and, like, everybody was doing drugs and everything like that. The other part of college, you know, sports and girls and all that kind of things, and now, you know, now they have social media within their college we experience. Didn't we didn't that. have that. We had Facebook eventually, Um, well, like, what, freshman, sophomore year? Of college, no, was it freshman? Maybe freshman year of college, Facebook was introduced. Um, but they've got Facebook, they've got Snapchat, they got Instagram, they got FaceTime. You know what I'm saying? Like, so they started showing the the experience of like what that kind of looks like. You know, dating uh, different wow. guys. So I mean, I, see, I, I, I like it for that. One not having a television keeps me in the dark of a lot of shit. Yeah, you like. Light years behind, fam. I, yo, man, I love my bubble, though. <laughs> Fuck that. I, I don't mind it, man. Like, I catch up when I catch up, man. I don't mind the bubble that I be in. Um, But we're going to take a quick break, pay some bills. You know what it is. Dog, do you realize that Black Panther is about a month away? Possibly the most hype Marvel movie we've ever seen. You know, I done seen them all. I was looking at pre-sale tickets. I ain't never bought pre-sale tickets before. Where you gonna go see it? Man, I don't know about you, but I done cop this Omni Black label private screening. Omni Black, what's that? The dopest, most fierest clothing line out right now, dog. Word. So what they offering right now, dude, yo, you get a crazy package. You get an Omni Black label black hoodie or the sweatshirt. You get a Black Panther private screening movie ticket and breakfast. They black, so I know they're gonna have some grits in there. <laughs> and for all my vegans, they got you covered too. They got plant-based princess providing breakfast. That's so he- dope. dude, head over to omniblacklabel.bigcartel.com while supplies last. Remember, this is a private screening. They only got a few seats. So get your hoodie, get your seat, and enjoy that flick right there, bro. The illest Marvel movie with the illest black label you got right now. Omni Black Label. I'm gonna check that out. You already know. Omni Black. That's omniblacklabel.bitcartel.com. Okay, and we're back. And we're back. And we're back. And we're back. That's it, yeah. Ooh, I like that. This ain't the intro. This is Andre. This the intro. I'm about to listen to that tomorrow. I ain't listened to color. I haven't listened to it in a while, man. God. Because that was tomorrow. on repeat. Yeah, that was on repeat. Was I'm on going repeat. to coloring book tomorrow. That bro. was on repeat. That's gonna be. That's so chill. And I was talking to you about like, you know, just chill music that don't get you hype. Damn, I ain't listen to coloring book. That shit was far. I can't. That's Shout what out need to Chance drop. the Rapper, man. That's who need to drop. 2018. That's who need to drop. Twenty eighteen. Chance. That is who sure. needs to drop. In we didn't say him. We didn't say him. We talked about it. Well, because I mean, he didn't drop. He dropped in twenty sixteen. So he didn't drop nothing. I know, but but. But we said, what are we looking for? And we never even, we didn't even mention him. Damn. My apologies, too. Yeah, like. Like, you, you definitely, you yeah, earned that mention. I feel so shit. You won a Grammy off a of mixtape. Yes. Oh, Get out of here. Man, Coloring Book was amazing. Top to bottom. Top to bottom. Top to bottom. Uh, Press play. Go clean the house. let go. It comes on so good, too. Oh, man. Oh, man. Well. Well, what we do have coming in 2018, we do have one. the top of 2018, we got the release week. date, 
We got next year. It's next year. We got the release date for Migos Culture Two. I think this is the this is because I, I I went and looked. Davies dropped. But I, I I don't consider that kind of like the Davies drops and he doesn't like tell you like you're not there yet Davies so we could just drop something and we not know about it and then not be this big huge promo yeah, run. Like this is your you second album, it, bro. Like this is your second. This is part two, right? Yeah, P two. Yeah, like. <clears throat> and I'm. Why did you do P two? It don't. The first one didn't have no replay value to me. I listened to it and I was like, I didn't listen to it. Like I I I, I you know it's a it's a, it was dense to me. It, it, I was like, I wasn't ready for that. I, wasn't, I didn't want that. I don't know. I, I didn't want that to be my introduction to Davies. For me, you know, I, don't so even I, know. I don't know that's not people's introduction to Davies, but that was my introduction to Davies. Like that's the only other. That's the only other le- legitimate hip hop release that I saw that happened so far in 2018 yeah. was Davies, and I'm like, oh, you're not even on my radar. When did wait? Time out. When did uh, when did that Gucci drop? Gucci was you talking about El, El Gato, oh, yeah. Jimmy Glacier. Yeah, yeah, that was twenty. That yeah, that was the okay. last mixtape of uh, twenty seventeen. All right, I was like, wait a minute. That made my list. Yeah, okay, cool, cool, cool. El Gato. I need to listen to that. It's good too, man. Yo, Gucci, I'm telling you, man, he he's he's a hard working guy. I, he did. He he's a hard a working guy. Albums in twenty seventeen. <laughs> uh, His catalog is ridiculous. But Culture Two, Culture Two. Um, what's what's the release date? Uh, January 26th, man. January 26th. Um, I'm excited about that. Uh, and here's why. One, I like the Migos. We said Culture was one of the top albums of 2017. You, you, cannot, you cannot deny, deny, deny that, that. Of that being fire. And it, it kind of almost a year to the date. Almost. Oh, uh, really? Close. Really close. I didn't know that. I, I hadn't, you know, they're not like whole for me where I can, where I track like, you know, when so this is what I heard. I'm only, I'm only the messenger. Somebody said that. Or I, I heard it on the radio or something like that, that it was pretty close to um, the date. But I could be wrong. Maybe they were wrong, and I'm just listening to people. Um, but Culture 2, I think, will be – it won't – I don't think it will disappoint because one – Yeah, yeah, it came out on 127. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, see, there you go. That's perfect. And, wow, listen to – look at that, the fact that it's been a year and Culture – has stood the test of time. Like it, it, the entire year, culture still was lit. You, I, tw- I, st- I, I just listened to it. Ju- yo, I just listened to it like last singles, week on repeat. Singles dropped later in the year, bro. I, yes, I listened to it on repeat still like maybe a couple weeks 17 ago. 17 by same color t-shirt. Like that Man, shit still bangs, know, Like bro. it still goes. So the fact that you legit got 12 months of Migos off of one album. And and I'm totally cool with it. And so you can't deny that they they're lit, bro. Like Bad they, and bougie still is one of the best songs ever recorded. It is, and I think this this um album will surprise people. And why? One week got Motorsport, right? That was a single, big single with Nicki, Cardi, right. all the guys. It's in, and it's in, everywhere. And it's, it's, it's everywhere. A, it's, it's a, a high amazing record. track. It is a high record. And now we got Stir Fry. Oh, dude! So I listened to it. Yeah, I told you Stir Fry was fire, and like. Give me, oh, go ahead, give me your give me your stir. I told Andre the stir fry was fire. I called him. I was like, nigga, need to listen to stir fry. Cause I was like, all right, are you excited about Migos? Are you excited about Culture Two just off the strength of um, motorsport? motorsport. Oh, and he yeah. was like, yeah, but have you heard stir fry, nigga? Yeah. And I'm like, no, nigga, I love the title already though. Yeah, yeah. And then you was like, Pharrell did the beat, and I'm like, oh. So I found time today. 
to hit play. And I hit play. And I, I hit, hit play. play and, and I, I hit play. play. And I'm like, oh, shit. They in a, in a totally different cadence, a totally different pocket on the record. Um, I, I hear, I hear Pharrell's influence on their harmonies too. Right. I, I can see, I, I can hear how Pharrell said, yo, 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 take off. You need to be in this, like, yeah. yo, try to try this Melanie. Da, da, right. Da, Cause know. he's like legit, you know, like, so yeah. what I heard, I heard the exact same thing. Just like, Oh wait, this is some total different Migo shit. And it's fire. Even, like you even can hear every track. word they said. I understood every word. Crystal clear. The ad libs was crazy. The core, like that course is always fire, but this was totally different. And the beat, to the like the next, next level, and the beat was like, I was like, oh shit, this got like a whole bop it, to but it. it. But it was, it was, it was, it put me in the mind of uh, of Lemon, mm-hmm. but with a with a more trap. Like this is Pharrell's trap beat. Yeah, yeah. Like mm-hmm. if Pharrell were to do nothing but trap beats, this, this is what was, it would sound this like. This was what it, it was like, sound like. But it was, it was so was, clean. But it was it it, it was it clean. It a, wasn't like it wasn't the typical trap beat where it's like oh we know Heavy everybody yeah, yeah, yeah we yeah, know yeah. it but like I was like nah this is some different shit and Migos is doing what Migos do on I was like I I wasn't. I was fairly pleased with the I was record. So pleased with the record. I said, "Okay, yes." Yeah, like Culture yes. Two. Culture oh Two. God. Yes. I hate to keep bringing up Coachella, but God damn, like they, it's gonna be lit. Like the fact that Culture rang so hard, and now we got Culture Two that's already with with two tracks. That's fire. That you can't go like you, you know, know you're gonna get crazy features. There's gonna be an, another Travis record that that probably that wasn't probably on honcho jack that i was disappointed in on honcho jack that's probably not going to disappoint me on culture too you know like he was they with the track with him and uh i think skelly price on culture with travis and and quavo like that song is like one of my favorite tracks on culture yeah so like i know i'm about to get something crazy for with with this with this album um i just don't i wonder who else Will be a featured on there. I'm sure it's gonna be heavily featured. I think that's the next thing that they release is the, the track list. Oh yeah, yeah, that's next. Shit, I don't even need it. I just give it to me next week. I, I'll I, see. Because that was the fun. Like for me, as a as a hip hop head, like somebody who enjoyed the act of going to buy CDs. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like was flipping it over and said, "Oh shit! So oh, I can't wait to listen to that record with, mm-hmm. with that person on it." Right, right, right. Like right. I, I didn't like. Well, yeah, you, you, know, you know they're gonna release the track list probably like Wednesday or yeah. something. Like or that. if they if, if if they don't, I'm but still cool with that. You don't have to shit. They told us it was coming out and it's coming out next week, like next Friday, right? Yeah. I don't necessarily have to have it, but I'm sure it will be. Yeah. A track listing. I think that's smart on them to release it like that, like the anniversary of. The yeah, last biggest album. I'm no complaint. That's crazy. I tight. think that's yeah, and but, it just but it, that's measurable now. But yeah. but now you that's your measuring stick. Yeah. All right, where are we from our last album? Like it's they, it's about to be stupid. They did amazing in 2017. Oh, like, they had a, a phenomenal. It doesn't. I, you didn't even realize until like, damn. Now it's been a year since Culture came out. I was thinking six months. You know, like that's what it felt like. Cause we had we were talking about Culture and like. When they release Culture Two coming soon, I was like, "Damn, is it too soon or whatever?" You know what I'm saying? Like, it's been twelve months, but it's been twelve months just because of white people re-releasing music. But and just because they've stayed in your face 
four consistent 12 months, you know, whether it be Offset in, in, in 21 Savage dropping mm-hmm. music, whether it be Honcho Jack, or whether it be the beef with Joe Button, whether they found a way to stay in your face and stay relevant. They did not lose step and they only getting hotter. Yeah. I'm, I'm super, but I'm I, super excited. And, but there's not many trios in hip hop that, that, that are that magical. If you like go to now or just like, in general, MG, you go through the history of trios, like we you, le- legit trios in hip hop. Beastie Boys, they had an amazing run. Um, run DMC, but only one of them, two of them rap. Right. You know, Jam Master J, he God bless the dead, he didn't rap. Mm-hmm. Um, other like legit ass. Try yeah. Oh my goodness. But that, I was just waiting. That's why I was. But I, I, do you, when, when you said not as magical, I was like, but I, I, you know, I don't want God to Jirobi, strike you down. Jerobi to me is just like, he, he he's hit or miss. Like, Jerobi might be on the track. And well, yeah, I'm just, but be. in general, Tribe Called Quest yeah. is Three a trio. <laughs> I tell you, like, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I got you. Well, really, four. Yeah. You don't care. You. <laughs> really, really, four. But um, who else was super dope? Like I guess just further along, like because me being a fan of hip hop doesn't go to Beastie Boys though I know them and they're relevant. You know, I I wasn't in their heyday in '84 when they dropped. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I'm thinking, all right, what about the 2000s? Who do we have? Like the firm never happened. Right. It was some trios that were supposed to happen that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. So nothing. You can't think of nothing. I'm stumped. I can't either. I'll go with Migos. I mean, other than that, it's like a duo. All the duos. It's too many duos. duos. But yeah, I guess you're right. But just like. As far as magical as Migos, it's three. I hadn't seen it. You know what I'm saying? And uh, and a part of me still feels that Quavo needs to go solo. I think so. I just think he would. I think he would. He would surpass Future on so many levels. I don't think he needs to go solo. I don't don't want them to break up. I mean, I don't. Well, not that they'll break up, but I don't. Maybe we might get a Twavo tape, maybe, but I don't think. I honestly think Takeoff can rap his ass off. I've, you know, you're not the only person I've heard say that. Takeoff, I Takeoff, if Takeoff went solo, I think Takeoff, though he's like the 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 appearance wise, I guess, like you know the black sheep or the you know the quiet one. He's the one that got bars on record though, man. Like yeah, he Takeoff, he was rapping before they were. I, yeah, takeoff. I, takeoff has the it factor when it comes to rap. Quavo got the it factor in front of your face, and Offset is just Offset. Offset can rap too. I, I like. I like him on uh, Stir Fry. Oh, he switches man. the flow up like three times in yeah. his verse. I, I, I'm. I just. I like them as a group. I yeah, like them as a group. I do too. Now, what I want to see. What you know? What else I like about them is you know them venturing out business wise. And in mm-hmm. them becoming more business savvy men, not just musically and, and, and you know, but that like actually getting endorsements, like partnering with Finish Line and and partnering with LeBron James and shit mm-hmm. like that, like giving back to the community. Now we're seeing them being philanthropists, like these these just hood kids from North Georgia, right? You know what I'm saying, Gwinnett County. But now here, now we actually seeing them actually give back, and I think that's a a, a good example to some of their peers. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, like. All right, young thug, you hate to speak on social issues. You just all about your bling and all about your money and this like that. But then you got like them like, hey, man, I just wanted to give some shoes to some kids. Yeah. 
Because they know, you know what it's like. When you grew up, you didn't have the shoes. Right. And Or to the basketball team or whatever the case may be. You know what I'm saying? But, like, just to, just to do that, just to see, you know what I'm saying, them getting into being philanthropists and actually giving back, I think that's dope, too. I agree. I think that's dope, too. What was you asking? Did you ask me a question? You didn't ask me nothing. I didn't. She just said, that's, she just gave your opinion. Well, I mean, like, conversation is just you giving yours. I mean, yeah, but I said I agree. <laughs> you piece of I shit. had nothing to say to them you. being. I can't stand you. Philanthropic. Phil, I can't even say that. Philanthropic. Word. Philanthropic. I think uh, that's right. Yeah. Philanthropy. Yeah, Phil, it would have yeah, to be. Yeah, right. Who, who would you All right, who's your, who's your favorite businessman in hip hop? Jay-Z? All right. Nah, I mean. Jig, I mean, just because what? What did he just? He, he just he got, did the trademark for um the J-Bo character. J-Bo. Like, just because now you just, you, you, you. I mean, if you say, well, that that's character. my favorite business plan in hip hop. Like from just Hands now, down, Jay-Z. Because I you know can't, your cousin follows his business Yeah, like his it. act, just everything. He's probably got a Jay-Z business plan or something written down. But like. I would say, yeah, my favorite businessman in hip hop would be Jay Z. Um, now look, you can't at judge that. if you're judging money. You're gonna say, of course, Diddy is probably the richest. I think he, he he's definitely one of the most business savvy. Yeah, you know but him I'm and saying? Jay are. I think Diddy, Diddy just those are the two king. Those yeah, are the two t- t- top, top of the t- two top tier. Right, and I'd say you know uh, uh, made a post on the uh, vibes and views Instagram today, and it was just like you know, I to me. Jeezy is Atlanta's Jay Z. I would even say from that. a businessman standpoint, sure. and you know life story, just just the, the similarities and business moves. I think I, I think Jeezy's right there. I think Jeezy is going to do so much for the city, like where he, he gives back. He, he, and it's it's so similar to Hove, where you don't see what Jeezy does. It's not in your face. It's not me telling you. He do it because he want to do it. He right. do what he want to do for the hood. Like mm-hmm. the people in the hood know when he come through with the with the backpack drive and the giving out bikes and the giving out turf. Like the hood know. And I and I like that. Like he just do it because he love these people. Right. Because he 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 realizes he would not be there without their support. Even though he had the paper and all of that, but I think where he is now to be able to make these legal business moves right. comes from the support of these same these same people because yeah. we the ones who bought the tequila as he just sold it. Him mm-hmm. and his partner just sold the remaining stake of Avion to a, a, a multi billion dollar company, right. and where he's going to stay on to you know what I'm saying, foresee it into its next level of growth before he you know washes. And that's what you really want to do. The whole thing about business. I see it. He's really getting into more venture capitalist type. Mm-hmm. Where Hove is, I don't think, I don't know. Maybe Hove is getting into venture capitalist. I mean, he's maybe been just, a venture capitalist. Well, yeah, I, I, but I I, so. it was something big this year that like, he's now kind of like, that's where he's like. Because that's the lane is how can I get a business, flip it, and give it, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I think business flipping is the key, right? You build this brand, Avion's b- bigger than it's ever been. You know what I'm saying? Before Jeezy, I can't tell you I knew what Avion tequila was. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know. Jeezy exposed me to that to a tequila that's been around for a long time. I had no clue what Avion was. Right. Oh, Jeezy, now I know. I don't like it. It's not. It's not. It's not my cup of tea when it comes it's to. It's not to, bad. To when well, it comes to tequilas. Hey, Diddy's tequila is fire. I had it. I'm gonna I try it out. I'm gonna try it out. I gotta find it. But you know what I'm saying. But to to, to boom, flip that, sell that business. I know he's into um real estate. I know you know like I I, I appreciate 
the businessmen. Like, I think those are the moves. Um, other ones, don't sleep on Chameleon there, man. He out in Silicon Valley, man. He out here, like, with the in the app world. Like, give up, gave up hip-hop and became a, a legit, like, Silicon Valley, San Francisco, that whole thing. I heard that he was yo chameleon that man. He's he still he, yo when he's sitting courtside and you like wait a minute. I ain't, how are you? How can you afford courtside? They try seats? to play it. They try to play. They tried to play him. Diddy's tequila is called De Leon. Okay, smooth as a baby's bottom. What like that? <laughs> Get you right. Best tequila I've ever tasted, bro. Okay, this. I'm a simple man. Give me eighteen hundred. Hey, this is smooth. You don't need it's like water, fam. Like, it ain't no bite to me. It wasn't even bite. I was like, "Fuck am I drinking?" Give me another one. Give me one of them, bro. Yeah. Okay. I saw it, man. Here on out, nigga. I'm only drinking. It's just tequila. I'm drinking De Leon. It's just a yak. I'm drinking Douce. You black owned dog. <laughs> hey, nothing but black owned. I'll be damn. I'll be damn. No Hennessy. I'm going. I'm just Douce. I love Hennessy though. I bro. love that dog. I love him, but hey man, power to the people. Power to and the if people. It's, if it's vodka, I'm going to ride. I think P was Master P was probably one of the first real. Oh yeah, he's the first legit businessman. He but they just you know when people got the blueprint, they well, whoever's first ain't gonna be the best. No, you know like I'm gonna get to a certain point and I'm gonna see how you move. You know, like Russell was the first executive. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like he wasn't a rapper, but he was an executive. Yeah, like he knew music, he knew business. Right, and Russ took that shit to a whole nother level. Mm-hmm. You know, that's one. That's another one of my favorite. I like um, Russ. I, I think you know it'd be hard pressed to say you know, it, he is. He, though he's not a rapper, he is hip hop. Damon John, Fubu. Mm. Oh you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying yeah. like just the, just the cutthroat way that they introduced you know their clothing in a Gap ad. You know what right. I'm saying with their L Cool J. So I, I just think that was dope. Like we had like fifty minutes, but yeah. I, business wise, I love the fact that we are we we learning that and we getting better with business and and actually monetizing. But at the same time, it's like it's just it's just how much of the business takes away from the product and the art. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I think Hovis found that that happy medium where he he learned how to bridge the two. He learned how to give you dope art, but also give you the you know what i'm saying like he made that the business thing a part of the you know the brand Mm -hmm. like that became the brand like all right we're gonna do this and even you saw jeezy corporate thugging right like it just i just that's why i just see those parallels i i i I love they they teaching black people or just you know those the fans of that industry you know what I'm saying? Like, all right, you can also be a legit business owner. You could be a businessman in this vein. And we see, you know, Hove doing so much, getting into sports and now streaming and all of this. And I, I, right. I think I, agree. Those, I know I want to get into a lot more than just one thing. Mm-hmm. I want yeah, I to touch a lot of stuff. That's the way to make the bread. I want to touch a lot of stuff, man. What about raps, man? What You, you got anything? I don't know. I'm just I got to set up all together. You I feel good. good. I yeah, feel good about the way you. the shit looking right now. Yeah. Um. Hit him with a good vibe, man. How you feeling? Man. What's on your s- doors of the church is open? Doors of the church. Why don't you please come in? Um. It, Pastor. 
Hit him with a good vibe of the day. Good vibe of the day, ladies and gentlemen. Um, it's brought to you by taking a chance on yourself. Um, I will say that whatever you what I think I said it last week too. Maybe some some version of it. I'm just really into right now, like doing what you said you're going to do. You know, like. Dream it. I think. Believe it. Execute. Execute. Yes. Execute. Execute your dreams. Execute. My boss said something though. He's like, I'm 33 years old. Mm-hmm. Why am I? Ain't ain't no time to play. Yeah, it ain't no play time. Ain't no time to play. He said, Why am I doing it if I'm not giving? If I'm not? Because I I told him I said I said yo you know I just got to get dialed in on some shit. He was like, What's the point of doing it if you're not dialed in? Yeah, like nah. Like don't don't half ass your dream at all. Dial in, dial in, and stay dialed. Keep in. your head down and dial in. Yo man, man dial in, man. That's a great vibe. Dial in, like yo, tune that shit. Dial in, put your man. I had another good conversation with a young lady the other day, and we were just talking. Like she was like, yo, lock in, say your bread. Like this, this year. she and and yo, beautiful. But she was like, yo, this your year. That's what's up. She don't even know me like that. And she and you see that? You see that this is my year, girl. That's what's up, baby. I like you. I like you, girl. Um, you want to close it? Anything? Well, I was gonna say I was gonna close it with make sure y'all reading your books. You reading? You started reading your book. I haven't started reading mine, but I got them. I keep it in my backpack. No. Uh, <laughs> pick you a book, nigga. I I got the book, oh, but it, life has been happening. Yeah, I feel man. you, but. Right, read your book. Um, make sure y'all follow us on Instagram, Vibes and Views, on IG. Um, vibes and Views on and Vibes and Views on um, Facebook, Twitter, Vibes and Views. Um, personally, you can hit me on IG at Adam DDE, Andre Four K underscore. Um, hit the link. Listen, if you got iTunes, go to the podcast app, subscribe, rate, and review. In that order, subscribe, rate, review. Listen to the episodes. Tell us what you think. We need the feedback. For sure. We need that. Um, February 2nd, we'll be at the score. Um, it'll be at the Artisan Bar and Gallery, 10 p.m., uh, $5 cover. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be some dope art, some dope dope hip-hop, two worlds clash, and then you got vibes and views. You got Adam and Andre up in there doing what we do. Um, you know, interviewing artists and, and just talking to the people. So that's February second. Um February twenty third. Twenty third, we're here at City of Inc. They're eleventh the 11 Koi year, 11 yeah man who was there Koi 10 last year was a big event big turnout mad artist but this is the first time we actually gonna be covering yeah, like, the event yeah so y'all working see in us conjunction out there with them come with holler the at us holler at us so um you know Andre's a big art guy my I'm an art guy as well. I got some Koi ink on on my skin, so I own um Koi. I own you know one of the artists' artwork. Like so, I, I'm I'm an art collector now. Right. I'm fancy, nigga. I collect so, art. It's gonna be a good time. February's gonna be a good month. Um, and then we we got some other events that we got planned uh near future after that. So stay Come with on. us, man. Um, stay locked. We coming. We got it. It's your boy Adam DD. It's your boy Andre Fouquet. This is Vibes and Views. You know what it is. Yeah. You, you took my part, but it's okay. I did. I kind of switched it up. <laughs> you, you, I didn't even get to say yeah, but it's okay.
No, yeah, it's my part, nigga. You never get to yeah. Bob's review is my part. Okay, well, let you want to go over there? No, we good. <laughs> All right, we'll holler at y'all. That's the vibe. Yeah, that's the vibe. She want to vibe. That's the vibe, yeah. Yeah. That's the vibe, yeah.